Hi, hi, welcome <laughs> to Talk Comics to Me. We're here, I'm Heather. And I'm Champ. And it's a light week. It is Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. Wow, that's good. It's Aquarius season. <laughs> Don't know. I literally just, the first half of January, it's me counting down to my birthday. Oh, that makes sense. That's it, yeah. So, so that's how I know what day it is. Well, maybe, maybe this could just be a new year, new thing. Oh. We actually know the date. Could just put a calendar, like, on the wall behind us. We could, yeah. Let's do that. Or in front of I'll us. Because I'll forget. Oh, yeah. Okay, so comics. Let's talk about them. Okay, so I'm going to go first. I've got um, Wellington. This is issue number two. This is from the creator of Lore. Uh, and this one is actually Vor? really... Lore? Lore. Vor? Vor. Sorry. Yes, okay, so this issue is actually really cool. So it... Bit. So the guy in this, um, I'm just going to pretend he doesn't have a name because I am horrible with them. Um, he is in a small town investigating a weird series of events. Um, a man shows up at the morgue with a bunch of weird markings on his skin. Uh, a child had gone missing. So he is doing his best to try to figure out what had happened. So in this issue, um, he has this really weird dream with this guy that's saying, like, you're not going to be able to stop what's happening and blah, blah, blah. And he hears weird noises and he goes down into the room where the old man's body is and he finds this uh, creature. And I just have to show this picture because it's so cool. Um, The creature is saying that, like, she's a demon and she knows how to stop it and stuff. Um, But... I had to Google what this creature was because I it's loosely based off of a myth. Um, the creature's name is Holdra, and she is like a, a succubus-type siren-type right. thing. Uh, she lures men into the woods and kills them because they're too busy paying attention you know, to her like woman body to realize that she has the legs of a deer. Or in some cases it's a cow, in some cases it's a goat, it really just, whatever. But she just kills promiscuous men. Um, so I'm curious to see how <laughs> she plays a part in this story. It's very exciting. Uh, that's really great. Yeah. Uh, sorry if you hear the snowblower. We got snow. We got a lot of snow. And apparently they chose, like, 2 o'clock. It's almost Almost 3, three o'clock yeah. to go ahead and finally do something about it. Sorry. Anyway, I have I have Batman's next. So I have Batman. This is issue number 87. I personally did not like this at all. So a good start, but you don't know if it's going to keep going? Yeah. I just, I couldn't find the right words to describe it earlier, and I still don't think what I'm about to say is best said. But I feel like it just has, like, too much of an, like, edgy twist on it. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, this kind of opens up with the Riddler in a state of madness. He's kind of uh, naked and going crazy and, like, the penguin is there and he's very much more bird-like. Can I see? Yeah, it's a lot and... I'm going to at least finish this story arc because I would like, like, a well-rounded photo or photo. Yeah. Picture is what I was looking for, but... I need a photo. I need a photo of it, specifically. I need more photos of Batman. Uh, I just... 
I don't know. I think I'm just not fully in because my, you know, I, I started on Batman because of Tom King, which is my own goddamn fault, but I just, I just want to figure out what to expect, and I think for me personally, I got too much into, like, what Tom King was bringing, that, like, this is, like, trying, like, I'm trying to get out of it, and I can't, like, my brain's like, but... Because the tone feels very different. The tone is 100% different. Like, 100%. And that's not a bad thing. Right, but when you read 85 issues (laughs) of one person's version of Batman, and then you're just thrown into the next one. Yeah, it's just, it's just different, and that's, and that's fine, and that's, I, I don't think it's a bad, a bad book. Okay. It's very action-y, and it's very cool, and it's just... Just not, not for me. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next I have Batman White, Curse of the White Knight. Uh, this is book number six, so two more issues. I actually kind of like this. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know what particularly about this I liked. Because I know you've been kind of like. I've been kind of, it's been hard for me to like rein it in so to speak and just like figure out how I feel and I think maybe if I take it back and read it as a whole I'll get a little bit more I don't really want to speak too much on this issue because there are a lot of things that happen and a lot of story and a lot of like stuff that's just kind of like developed not developed but has been developing and Mm -hmm. like is kind of resolved here okay and a lot of like the plot twists and stuff is here so maybe that's why i liked it just because it like kind of revealed itself a little bit more and it's coming to its conclusion it's coming to its conclusion i feel like also i've had a little bit of a hard time with like the voice he writes women in um and i don't think it's like bad i just think it's somebody trying to write a strong woman character which is fine i just don't think that's like their strong suit if that makes sense yes yes i get that and it's, I, I know what they're trying to say. It's just. Not done in the way not, that you think it's Yeah, done. yeah, yeah. Which is, once again, personal opinion. Doesn't matter. <laughs> My opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> You're listening to me, but it doesn't matter. We just matter. give our opinion. Yeah, we just give it out. But overall, yeah, this issue kind of, I felt better about that voice. So. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. So next we both have Middle West. Um, This is issue 14. Um, Our boy Abel is working on a farm. Yeah, Yeah, it's a farm. It's a farm, yeah. Um, For the bad guy. Um, And in this, he and all the other runaway slash kidnapped kids that are there on the farm, they have a heart-to-heart and you get to figure out what everyone else's story is and it's just as they're just as sad as Abel's. Yeah. Everybody has just lived a shitty life. And I think it kind of helps Abel realize that he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. Not that he thought he was the only one, but I think it just like kind of puts puts him in his place isn't the right word either. But it puts it all into perspective. Yeah, it does put it all into perspective for him and just how much everybody has gone through to get to where they are and how they're just kind of looking for a family and yeah and i there is one part in here that i thought was really cool because um abel's talking about 
constantly how he's just a bad person and he has this moment where he can make a choice and that choice can take him down two different roads depending on like what he chooses to do Mm -hmm. and i just i love that despite the fact that he keeps thinking that he's a bad person he keeps making good choices yeah and it's not just for him at this point no it's for everybody else yeah i think he it's a thing about i think about all people is that we, like, you know, we all have, like, this little speck in us, at least. We've all got dark and light. Yeah. We're all onions. As Shrek says. Okay. We're... <laughs> yes, that's what it is. We're all Shrek. <laughs> that was the point of that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. We're yeah. all Shrek. We're all really great ogres who have a good time. We're all Mike Myers. Yeah. I love that. We all have a little bit of Mike Myers in us. I, speaking of, uh, I only stayed with my childhood doctor for as long as I did because his name was Michael Myers. (laughs) I used to watch Austin Powers before going to bed constantly and probably to this day could probably quote it. Oh, no, I still do. Every single one, all the time. I used to, like, practice the opening dance number. (laughs) Um, from the first one or the, the spy who shagged me? The first one. Okay. Okay. We're going to keep going. <laughs> this is totally off topic. So I have, um, Vampire State Building. This is number four. This is actually the last one. I didn't know it was going to be oh, a four Oh, I thought there series. was at least one more. Yeah. Um, the conclusion is, um, concluded. <laughs> Do they get out of the building? No. Well, I mean, they did eventually, but it's like, so... For those of you who don't know, the Empire State Building has been overrun with 3,000-year-old vampires. After they're having a young person party in the Empire State Building. Yes. Um, So they came from the 75th floor. Apparently they were, like, boxed in there, and they had been for years. But since, you know, the the building's been getting worked on, they opened the tomb, and all these vampires came out. So... um, it follows Just like behind a wall. Like. That's literally what it was. was oh, like, no! They open a door. <laughs> like, it's like a concrete door. And then it's like, why are there eyes in there? And then it just How gets had nobody ever opened that door before? It was, like, behind a wall. Okay, so it was literally a book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry. It I... was cool. <laughs> um, so it follows uh, the main character is a man named Terry. Got that right. Well, my, that might be the girl's name. Um, anyway, it follows a man and his girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend. They've been having some problems. This is a bonding experience for them. Um, her dad is one of the people who works on the building, so he knows the layout and stuff, and he's like, quick, get to the 70, 70, 75th floor. <laughs> the se- 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 seven. Which, which floor was it? Um, get to the 75th floor. So they get down there, and they seal themselves into the tomb. The building gets set on fire, and they somehow survive. That sounds incredibly unsatisfying in the end. Um, it was. It really was. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's vampires. I'm never satisfied with the way vampire stories end. I'm. I get it. I read, you know, the the trilogy of interview with a vampire. Oh yeah, Vampire Lestat, Queen of the Damned, and then just. You want to know which series did not let me down though? I, I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> I have Basket Full of Heads. This is issue number four. I've just been randomly reading this one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I still really enjoy it. I still like the tone, as I have said before, is just really like 
reminiscent of like a 70s 80s horror film and i don't know there's something about it i just really like it's probably the art a lot honestly yeah i read issue number two (laughs) why didn't you read issue number one i forgot (laughs) i just i had two available so i just read it well issue two is better yeah that's one where she chops the head off for the first time Yeah, yeah 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 it was good so if you don't know in this book the idea is that this uh, young man has been kind of doing a part-time job for a small town police station, and his girlfriend comes to visit him before they leave. Some criminals break out of jail, and she get, gets this axe and can cut people's heads off, and they their heads live, and they talk to her. So she carries them around in a basket and makes friends. That's, yeah. (laughs) Sure. Kind of. That's what I would do. (laughs) Look at my basket full of heads. They're all my friends. (laughs) Okay. So next we have Once in Future. This is issue number six. This is the last one. Um, This, I, I love, I love. Yeah, no, I, I love it. This was a really great, like, ending. I mean, even if it hadn't been put on to like be continued I would have been probably satisfied with this just like short little six issues yeah no this is it's like I said it's very satisfying because you get Duncan at the beginning of the story where he's almost scared of his own shadow is what it seems like and then you get him at the end where he's like all right he just kind of like comes to that realization of like what he has to do and it doesn't really doesn't really matter at this point Mm -hmm. he's gotten this far like He's kind of fumbled his way through it. And I feel like up until this issue, he hasn't really felt confident in himself until hearing, like, this whole story of his life. It's, it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I, I feel like I haven't enjoyed a comic this much in a while. But there's been a few, like, as of recently that have come out that I feel this way about where I'm just like, uh, this is why I read comic books. Yeah, and honestly... Put Dan Mora on any book and I'll, I'll read it. Yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that art is wonderful. Yeah. It's so good. But yeah, this is, uh, it's supposed to be six issues, but it's like a to be continued yeah. type thing. So there will be more, just not sure how many more. Um, So I would definitely recommend this to everyone. Yeah. Once the trade comes out, totally pick it up. It's, especially if you like fantasy shit, it'll be right up your alley. Sassy grandmas, double up your alley. Cute redheaded boys. <laughs> You got it, dude. Into it. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to explain this one. This is uh, Heartbeat number three. I still haven't read issue number two. It's like on my table to read. Okay. I'll leave this one for you, too. God damn it. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so there was a, a death. Um, it kind of looked like a suicide. And it was the main character, um, her old best friend type thing she kind of grew up with them um she sees what happens and realizes it's not an actual suicide and she is obsessed with like blood okay um the essence of blood uh it's it's a reoccurring thing throughout the series like she cuts herself she just loves blood so the guy that she had seen a vampire (laughs) i hope this is a vampire story because they drink each other's blood (laughs) They have to know how unsanitary that is. Um, 
But anyway, um, she kind of starts seeing the guy who had killed her friend. Um, in this issue, there is banging, there is cutting, and there is drinking each other's blood. So if you're not into that, I just would not recommend it because it's it's weird, especially when you consider like these are supposed to be high school kids. Yeah, Feel that's like uncomfortable sh- for me. Yeah, but the art is great. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Uh, okay. There's only two more? I think it was yeah, four or five. I think it's five. Yeah, there's gonna be five. Um, and I mean, the story is pretty cool, like, once you figure out, like, what's happening, but I think it's the fact that it's supposed to be, like, teenagers that kind of stresses me out. That's how I feel about, like, a lot of shows, or a lot of shows and things these days. I'm like, but they're teenagers. Yeah, like Riverdale? Yeah. Like, I, I know that those people aren't teenagers, but... It's still weird. Why would they do that? Yeah. I I mean, I get it, but stop. (laughs) Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Uh, Okay, so then I have Family Tree. This isn't naughty at all. (laughs) Uh, Little girl growing into a tree. This issue, it's just a story kind of like paces itself along. It's just going. Is that Lemire? Yeah. Okay. So it kind of starts out, she's turning into a tree. Second issue, you find out that her dad turned into a complete tree. And then this third issue kind of shows more about what this tree business is. Like, she's kind of been in this outside world where she's been talking to her dad. And it's seemingly in, like, this treehouse type thing. The family tree business. The family tree business. <laughs> it's It's a lot. It's hard to explain... I think if you're into, like, body horror, this is definitely something you would enjoy. I would just tell you it's it's a little weird, and I think even though it does move itself along, it's also kind of slow-paced, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. It, I feel like that's how Lemire writes, though. Like, that's how I've always felt when I read his stories, where it's, it's like, like, it seems like a lot is happening, but the story isn't moving. Yeah. Which so, is fine, because it always pays off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm... I'm I'm definitely interested. I'm invested now. I want to know, if nothing else, for, like, the sake of this little girl. Still hate her mom. (laughs) Hate her mom. Her mom is just kind of awful. And I think it's because her mom is just, like, kind of an asshole to everybody, which I get because her kid is turning into a tree. But also, her kid is turning into a tree. Modern day medicine isn't going to know about this. Like, you don't know anything about this. Well, Let's, I mean, if it happened to her dad, then she's experienced it before. So why is she acting like it's never it's, happened? Well, it happened to her husband, oh. the little girl's dad. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she's clearly seen it happen before. But the mom is the one who's being an uh, awful person. Okay. So it's just, it's a lot. Okay. It's, it's a lot. That character I don't like, and I just... I don't like moms. Moms are the worst. Moms are the worst. <laughs> moms. <laughs> Okay, we have Folklords. This is issue number three. This story is so cute. I love it. Yeah. It's a... God, what is is his name? Oh, God, now I can't remember his name. I am just the worst with names. I apologize. You sucked his name out of my head. That's my secret power. (laughs) Well, okay, so the main character is a... Young man. Young man, yes. He has been captured by this girl um i really what i love about this is that it's the hansel and gretel story but it's hans and gerda yeah <laughs> or greta something greta, like that yeah. yeah 
Um, but it's their own weird take on Hansel and Gretel and what the candy does to you. Yeah, it's it's really great. Yeah. It's really, really wonderful. And I think this just moves the story along and kind of getting to know, like, what's actually going to happen and maybe where the end goal is. I don't know, but I kind of want this story to happen forever. I know. Because it's one of those where if they... Because obviously it is about, like, folk tales and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if they do every issue a different one, then they they could go forever because there's folk tales in every culture. Yeah. No, it's it's really great. This The art is really wonderful. The story is really, really good. It just... And it leaves you just wanting more at the end of every issue. It's one of those things where you kind of read it and you're just like, oh, I'm having a good time. And then by the end, you're like, oh, yeah, tell me more. I want to know more. more. Give me more. Tell me more about this world. <laughs> I need to know more. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I have another vampire one. Uh, this is <laughs> Vampironica New Blood. This is part two of four. Um, this really is still just... Veronica Large just trying to... Veronica Large. Veronica Large trying to find out more about her history of, like, being a vampire and how it worked in her family and stuff. Um, And that's, like, Archie kind of overhears her having a conversation with someone and knows that she's hiding something from their friends because she keeps, like, leaving. And so he, of course, being the dummy that he is, he just wants to help. Yeah. So he keeps inserting himself into things that he doesn't need to. Sounds right. Classic Archie. Um, So yeah, (laughs) that's it. That's all that issue is about. All right, Far Sector. Issue number three. Nice. I still really like this book a lot. It's, uh, like I said, art, story, perfect together. This issue just kind of continues the idea that on this planet, nobody feels emotions, but there's a drug that helps them feel emotions. I like that. And basically, when she's meeting up with one, meeting with one of the higher people, she's just like, "How can you, you know, say and do these things yet do this?" And he's just like, "Well, everybody does this. This is just the way it is. You say that it's not. We say that it's not, but it is." And then they're having this giant protest and they call her to this protest and they're basically like get these people out of here or we will kill them damn (laughs) and i won't speak anymore on that because it's a lot it's a lot and i think it's just very like poignant in the way that it talks about people in power I'm gonna have to read it. I it's like that. it's really good. I I highly highly suggest it. it. I think it seems like something that I wouldn't say isn't that good, but I think that it kind of comes off as something like more childlike or like young adult. And I I would say yeah, it is young adult, but I think the message you know it says age seventeen plus on there. <laughs> yeah. It's a young adult. It's a young adult. Yeah. But it has, you know, the aspects of grown life. Yeah, and it has, like, a powerful thing it's trying to say. So, I continue to stop. Okay. Okay, so I have uh, this graphic novel of the Forever Maps. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read more, but I did read the first issue when that had come out several months ago. Um, But it's basically just a guy who 
randomly runs into this old man and the man's like you gotta help me you gotta like take these maps away i can't i can't do it anymore um so he takes the map from him and the map leads him to another map and then another map and then the guy just becomes obsessed with it so that's why it's called the forever maps is because he just wants to know what's at the end of the maps but i don't think there's going to be anything i think it's just going to be another map. map yeah so i when i read this i'll let you know um I did really enjoy the first issue when I read it, though, so. Okay, so then I have, this is Mark Miller's Christmas project, Project X, which now that I I, I know what this is about, I guess I get why. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's called American Jesus. <laughs> this is issue number two. It's the new Messiah I am just reading this to read it off the wall. You said you had a lot of things to say about it. I have a lot of things to say, but I don't... Once again, I don't like saying bad things, but I hate this. (laughs) I do not like this. Uh, The idea is that a young girl who is a virgin finds out she is pregnant. Her family is fucking terribly mad. She comes into contact with this man who tells her that she is like the new Mary she's going to be giving birth to Jesus that she needs to get on this bus and go somewhere and she ends up going to Waco Texas of course it's pronounced Waco (laughs) and in Waco Texas this is where the second issue come like continues off is 18 years later they're (laughs) the baby is grown yeah 18 years later the baby is a 17 year old girl who is living in this cult and is just like i am not jesus you people are insane please brother sit down i am not jesus and then she runs away I hated the first issue. I didn't I just, even make it through the first issue because I did not like it. I think I'm going to continue reading just because I want to know, but I just... <sighs> I made a disgusted face as, as, as if I've never done that myself. <laughs> How could you? I just... I, I don't know what to say. It seems kind of unoriginal. Yeah, I've read that story before. And it seems kind of distasteful, too, to the people who died in Waco, Texas. I guess. (laughs) You know, you get brainwashed by a cult. I don't think it's fair to, like... That's true. I guess I forgot it was a cult. I apologize. (laughs) I did not mean to sound heartless just now. No, and I, I just... Whatever. I just think that, like, it's not that great. Okay, I I'm I will try rereading it so that we can talk about it. Yeah, and it, I would love I would love that if nothing else. I okay. just <laughs> ugh. okay, okay. So, so next we have Marauders issue number six. I I I don't even know what to say about this. I don't think you can say much. No. Um. So I think what we should talk about is how we just had this discussion earlier. Uh, I was going to drop Marauders off my pull file, not because I, I don't like it, just because I have a lot of X-Books right now, and I need to kind of slim slim up things. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. And then this issue just comes and fucks me up, and now I need to know what comes next. 
that's all I can say without ruining everything. Everything has been a long con until this issue. And then certain people showed their true colors, which I you could see the entire time. But you just kind of didn't think about. Yeah. It's stupid. It's yeah. It's stupid. And by that we mean great. Yes. Pick it up. Read it. Um, and then we have Excalibur issue number six. Um, this is the, I think it would be the conclusion to the whole like Camelot storyline. Yeah, yeah. And you figure out Apocalypse's end goal, which badass. Yeah. And in this house, we love Teeny Howard. We love Teeny. I, I'm going to talk about the part that I texted you about. <laughs> okay, um, that's fine. I just need to say. The, and, um, and I want to, the art is really great. Marcus yes. too. Yes. Wonderful. It's beautiful. Um, there's a, a scene where Rogue and Gambit are talking about their life and stuff, and Rogue has this really, really insanely cool view, I guess, um, where she's talking about how a lot of people expect them to, like, start having babies, and it started happening, like, when they got married, and how she just doesn't know if she ever wants kids, and I thought the whole conversation was just beautiful because as someone who is married and who got married people were always like oh when are you having kids and I'm like no we're not going to and I just I loved having a superhero and my favorite x-men have this conversation and be completely understanding and be on the same page with that kind of stuff I love it and like I said to you I think it's especially poignant being like what the goals or the rules are in Krakoa yeah like one of the main ones being to like procreate like so it's almost having that, like, weird obsession to it still. And I don't know. Yeah, this issue really, out of all of the issues of Excalibur, it was probably the best. Mm-hmm. And Apocalypse is great. His end goal was wonderful. I st- he's still on their side. Yeah, I just, he's still just that wild card, though. Mm-hmm. But love this book. If you get a chance to pick up the trade, I would definitely do that. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah, Teeny did a, a great job. Yeah. Okay. So we love Teeny. We love Teeny. Okay, that's it. So that's it. It's Wednesday. Go buy comics. We love you. Talk to us about it. Talk to us sometime. Oh god. But don't really, because we're bad at that. We're so bad at talking.